You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, and remember, too, so a big part about this when it comes to Denver and what helps the the Cardinals case, at least, is remember, Denver sends their pick to Seattle. So there's nothing stopping them from going out and trying to yeah. win the game and trying to end the season on a, you know, quote, positive note. Right. So there's well, real and, value and, there. And 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 yeah. wouldn't you think ownership and everybody else is saying we need to make a very strong case for Harbaugh or Peyton Go out there, show that you're fighting till the end. I mean, Russell Wilson actually made a PSA yesterday, the day before, about this is a great team with great talent and trying to put it out there for a, a top name uh, head coach to come there. I thought that it was, um, I mean, Broncos, honest of him. I thought, yeah, I thought, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was honest of him, <laughs> but also, also interesting when he concluded by saying this team is just a quarterback away from really being dangerous. I thought that that was an odd misstep by him, yeah. uh, given his situation <laughs> right now. Um, so yeah, I mean, listen, I think it is on the table and that's great. What is also then fascinating about this scenario is we don't think no matter what the Cardinals do here, head coach or otherwise, that it's going to be a scenario where at least in the short term going into next season, it's still going to be an opportunity for Kyler Murray to come back from injury and kind of reestablish himself as one of the better quarterbacks in the league, someone that can be built around in a franchise that can get back on track. So with that, whether it is the two, the three, the fourth overall pick, the other interesting thing that we that I came across here was an article also over on uh, actually on, ooh, let's make sure we get it right. We don't want to mess this up and put it, give the credit where it isn't deserved. This one was over on Yard Barker actually. And it talks about, the, the potential of teams that are in place that should be vying for, not a quarterback, but the services of a man that's been on your mind for quite some time now, Mr. Anderson. And then and the, the Cardinals are inside of that group. Do you find it interesting that now it's kind of pointing in that direction, or is this just the the all of those elements coming to a head, the Kyler Murray contract, a potential new head coach coming in, knowing that you have some weapons, even if Hopkins is gone, the offense still has some viable players there to work with. Does it make sense for you to push towards a guy that arguably, if not for the way QBs get valued in the draft, could be the first overall pick or at least the number one prospect? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, what's, what's really... One, yes, Cardinals need to be all in on Big Willie style. But mm-hmm. two, when you look at the teams that are at the front, the Bears don't need a quarterback. So, right. you know, they're probably going to be interested unless they get a haul. So when we look, talk about those semi uh, semifinal games in college football, C.J. Stroud looked really good mm-hmm. over the weekend. And now does that help? catapult someone to wanting to trade with the bears to get the bears out of there if they're two or three so yes the cardinals should be all in uh, on big willie 
as they call him the Terminator. They should oh. be all in on. Ter- I love that nickname too. Yeah. Well, Terminator. how could you not? You know I mean? Yeah. Exactly. We need to bring the Terminator to the valley. Uh, I would with think- the retirement of JJ Watt, by the way, too. Like you yeah. are losing a big defensive figure, no matter what. Here at the end of the season. Well, and you never replace Chandler Jones either. Like That's that was a, yeah. the big thing. Yeah. Were we going to bring in a pass rusher to replace Chandler Jones? We did by drafting, and and you might have something with, like I said, Mijah Sanders. But at the end of the day. If you could go get a game-changing, a, a Nick Bosa, a, you know, a player to that caliber now, right? Like this time, you know, we yep. picked Kyler Murray over Bosa last time. If you could go get uh, the Terminator and bring him in here, that could be a game-changer for 10-plus years. Who knows? He could be a perennial pro bowler. Well, and it's funny, too. So just to give, again, the defensive context for the Cardinals, the Cardinals are 19th in yards per rush allowed. They're 25th in passing yards allowed and 27th and 26th in passing and rushing touchdowns surrendered in each of those categories. So obviously, even though we've talked about the course of this season, there were times when the defense seemed to be playing better football and at least more consistent or the kind of football you'd think you could win ball ball games around if the offense was carrying its weight on a game to game basis. It still comes down to that the Cardinals also allowed opponents to score a league-high 39 touchdowns from the red zone. So when you think about those critical areas of the field, the critical moments inside of a game each and every week and each and every season, it does come down to, hey, a big third down play, a big red zone play, holding a team to three rather than six, right? Those moments are where we've now seen over the course of this season the Arizona Cardinals struggle in a really big way. It does... Maybe it falls in there. I think the other element to this that I want to ask you on was you said about teams that don't need QBs and other ones being willing to come up the board and give a haul. Let's say the Cardinals get all the way to the number two overall pick. Would you say, nope, Mm -hmm. give me the Terminator. I want that centerpiece to my defense that I feel like really changes that dynamic. Or am I looking at my phone line and seeing if it starts to light up here with a team that says, yes, CJ Stroud looks like he is a franchise guy. We're willing to give you multiple ones and multiple draft assets to get up that board. It just depends who's trying to trade you and how far you got to fall. Right? right. Like if you're at two, what's your cap? How far are you willing to go back? Well, cause here's the thing. If you go to two, I'm just trying to look at this, the scenarios here. Let's say, let's say you get to two Denver drops. So, but here's the thing, Denver and Chicago, if they win, they would probably, oh no, no. Okay. So Denver would drop to fifth, let's Mm -hmm. say, because Indy, if they lose, they would probably move up. Because they're only at four wins and one tie. So, yeah. So yeah. so what if it's an indie and they're trying to trade with you and you're just flipping maybe one spot or two spots just to prevent someone like right. a, a, you know, a Seattle, right? Seattle trying to, to take a quarterback there because they're not going to retain Geno Smith. I don't know. Maybe the Raiders, maybe the, maybe the Panthers. See, but that's obviously. too far. Yeah. That's the yeah. problem is if you go too far, if you go to Atlanta or the Raiders – I, I don't see any room for them to move up much further. I mean, they could maybe get to six, right? Depending on how the Rams finish here. If the Rams get a win and one of them lose, and with the strength of schedule, uh, yeah, they they could flip. So so all those teams could move up one if the Rams get a win this weekend. They are the Rams would be playing if we're they're playing Seattle because we're playing yeah. the Niners. So 
It, it just another team that'll go for it, knowing that they don't have anything to play for, and their pick is going mm-hmm. to Detroit anyway. There's there's more dominoes that need to fall here that start with GM and head coach, which again, we're five days away from knowing that, right? Because once we know that, then you get an idea of maybe history and tendencies. Like does this GM have a history or, or does this head coach have a history of trading back because they got offered a big haul? Have they had to do it before? Like that stuff that we're going to want to know and kind of see. And then also we need to see how this, this order shakes out because then it'll give you an idea of clear paths of how far could you trade back and still get, this game changer in sure. the Terminator. Oh yeah. Well, and that's see. And what I think is fascinating about it is like, you know, Houston, obviously at the top they're they're going to be taking a quarterback. Quarter. So where's the second one fall? Like they're in a great position there. But to your point about how far do you fall? Who else is going to come up? And in those, in these scenarios where there's a team and most of them around you could be quarterback, but say it's like Denver. Well, Denver could just look and say, you know, Anderson, Quality player. We can't, you know, we're not trading back. We're not getting the right package. We're just going to take the best player available here. So, like, that's like the delicate balance you also work of. Well, someone wants to come up two spots to get a quarterback. But if in between there, another it's team Denver, goes, yeah. thank yeah. you so much for the, you know, what could have been the number one overall pick from a talent standpoint is probably something that Arizona can't risk. We will, like, well, of course, we'll flesh that out um, as it continues to move itself forward. The other thing that um, we'll, we'll talk about, this is more about talking about coming up on our, uh, well, what's referred to as the preview podcast, but it's mostly just about the winding down the clock of this season for the Cardinals. It is going to be in this matchup uh, against the 49ers. Who are their impending free agents? Like, I think this is something that you and I have talked about around the show a little bit of, hey, look around the league. It doesn't even have to be in this game. Around the league, some guys that are coming up for contracts that maybe aren't going to be able to be retained by their team, where can the Arizona Cardinals potentially look at across that landscape and say, Maybe we do get Anderson. So how do we get someone on the offensive side too? Maybe we are trading D Hop. Do we? How comfortable do we feel in that wide receiver room? There's going to be players that you're going to want to target. And this has kind of always been my mentality. In years past, when my team is doing bad, I start to look around the league and say, "Hey, where's some value buys? Guys that are not going to be getting back to their team, and maybe the Cardinals find a way to improve there as well." I'm actually looking at from the Draft Network. A mock draft, and it's scary to think of mock drafts this early, but it's uh, saying, you know, the Cardinals finished with fourth, and this has trades. They're talking, this is chaos. They're talking Jalen <laughs> Carter going number one to Houston versus a quarterback, which I think everybody believes. There is no way they're not taking Bryce Young at one. But yeah. would they? <laughs> would they go defensive player? <laughs> but what if they I, I did mean, do it? Uh, uh, to me, it's crazy because if Seattle wants Bryce Young, then maybe you trade with Seattle just if you're Houston to flip back one. But so Seattle, it says Seattle would take Bryce Young at court, uh, quarterback at two. Then the Bears would take uh, Will at three. Sure. And then at four, Arizona would trade with Carolina and Carolina would get uh, Levies. Okay. And so, and then the Colts you have to get have, ahead of the get ahead of the Colts there, right? The probably. Colts would yeah. get Stroud at five. So the, you know, the, everyone gets the quarterback they want there, but that would drop the Cardinals all the way to nine. Yeah, and they would receive uh, a first rounder, a second rounder, a third rounder, a twenty twenty four third rounder. 
I just don't know if that's enough. I was going to say, I don't, it's probably not enough. Like, it, it, I know it's, it's a marginal move, you know, from whatever, four to nine, but you understand what the other team in the, theory the, is moving to get. You need multiple ones when you make yeah. moves like that. And yeah. the difference of player, right? The yeah. difference of player that you're now getting at four as the Cardinals and in, in, uh, in either uh, Will or even Carter, right? Yeah. Like those two defensive guys are game changers. And, and so like you're dropping from one of those guys to, I mean, the ninth pick is they're projecting. We would take, hold on. They're projecting. Hey, you're like, can you take, maybe like in a Tyree Wilson kind of territory, a Cam Smith. Christian Gonzalez from Oregon corner. Gonzalez. Okay. Yeah. Well, here, Cause let me paint a, um, a fascinating picture for you. And this is more of a straightforward one, honestly, because I that, then I now I got curious. Um, see, I, I just pulled up CBS, which is like by no way the you know resource for draft projections. But Bryce Young to Houston overall, number one overall. Will Anderson to Chicago because they're Chicago and that's what they're built of. You know, that's who they are. Mm-hmm. Seattle staying at three, taking Jalen Carter, the defensive lineman, and then here here's a good one. Let marinate on this. Quentin, Quentin Johnson. Yeah, are we looking at CBS? Is that what you're looking at? Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking. Okay, I just pulled that one up too. Yeah, yeah Quentin Johnson, wide receiver from TCU. Uh, you're not going court wide receiver in the first round in the fourth pick. It's and by the not way, happening. There is no. Again, we talk about these scenarios, and we'll we'll get out of here because now we are getting in a little bit of the offseason yeah. weeds. But hey, it's fun. There's no world where Will Levies is there, a quarterback at available at five. And the Cardinals are there at four, and there's QB needy teams. Like, whatever the capital, maybe you get back. There's no world, or at least <laughs> if you're an Arizona Cardinals fan, you pray that there is no world where the Cardinals go, you know what? We're going to stand pat and take a wide receiver fourth overall when you could have teams knocking down your door to come up and get ahead of a, a Colts team to get their QB. It'd just be yeah. impossible. If anything, I think what could be likely is also a team like the Colts saying, hey, marginally, what do you want from us? So we come up to four and keep other teams away, right? We want the quarterback. Uh We just need to get, we need to make sure no one else can come get it. And that can be where you get into those. Hey, you want to throw me a two and a couple of threes or something to be this one spot up. It at least sets the bar pretty high for another team that wants to get over top of them. So those are some of the things that could play out, but that's a, that's a ways away. And we, we, we understand that uh, this is what Cardinals fans are dreaming on though. Yeah. You know what you can do until then? Yeah. You can pop on the Kevin Costner thriller. Oh, Jesus, God. Draft day and just get you so excited for what could happen on draft day. Is there anything else that I could do here to drown this out? I would just, good money would be paid. So after you, after you throw on the draft day, Kevin Costner in a world where only one QB can stand. My God, could it be? Draft day. I got it. All pancake right, eating mother it's one of the best <laughs> lines of the movie uh uh anyway with that being said yeah this has been a great episode we'll do another tomorrow probably we'll tape it tomorrow to drop friday as we yeah. close out the week and week what is this 18 we're in week 18, week 18 baby look at that it's been a long season <laughs> And look at, it's look almost, at that. We did it's it. It's almost over, baby. So week 18, we'll be here before you know it. Or this is week 18, and we're going to close it out. But as we do that, uh, I keep it's so weird to say week 18. That's the problem. I know. I, when it's I say week 18, it throws me off. I feel like I'm saying something wrong. Like I'm saying something naughty. Week 18, yep. this is not right. 
I did see someone say an interesting scenario, and I should have closed up the episode, but I'm going to say this. I did see someone like talk about the the way to sa- save the NFL and help everything out here is the whole second buy thena- uh, scenario. But yeah. what you do is by adding the second buy and pushing everything like a week back, the the season would now end on so the season would end a week later or being sorry not the season the playoffs the super bowl would be a week later right so when it goes to a week later and and monday after the super bowl is the biggest day for people to call out of work well guess what if you move it a week later president's day is on monday and most people already have it off so it would solve a lot of problems if the super bowl was moved one more week well, and by the way, that is that is what the NFL is angling towards, getting down to two preseason games, giving another regular season game. And, yeah. you know, it's one more. We're going to get to 18 NFL games and then adjusting it on the front end. And, yeah, that, and they'll, well, they'll, it's, it, it is weird right now because right now it's like every year you're flipping and flopping. You have one more away game or one more home yep. game. Yep. And it's very strange. If you, if you go to 18, it solves all problems. You have the same amount of home games, same amount of away games. We're just waiting. Are, are we waiting for another CBA or, or a collective bargaining agreement or, or yeah. you know one one more one more opportunity to extend this? Eventually, it's going to be though. I, I I envision a world twenty thirty five. We're talking about the twenty four game season for the NFL. You know they, they're going to expand it out until they can compete with like MLB, NHL, NBA, eighty two game season. Uh, you're going to start to see a scenario where the NFL plays year round football. That'd be great. I'd love it. Uh, <laughs> no, no complaints. Last, last, last note before we close the episode because okay. I keep seeing it on video, and then this is obviously going to be more audio for most people. Did we injure the finger? The voice of the bird god producer Adam. I see he's got a taped up finger here. This I, I want to know: Has the season got to you? And we have now got you on IR for the oh. remainder of the season with with the taped up finger. I will be traveling with the podcast. Uh, however, no, you know what it was, man. And this is uh, this is care of my niece who took care of me, got me a nice bandaid on my finger after I uh, I was trying to make a pizza and the pan it was hot, the oven. So I, I listen. I took I took a it was just, it was but a flesh wound, and yet I still showed up. I can still hold my microphone with just those three fingers and, and look at me powering through. I, I really thought this was when you moved to the new luxurious Casa de Bird God. Yes that you're now in and and the big move that you had, I thought this was uh, battle wounds from that. So with that <laughs> no, being said, just, just eating, just, just the eating. bird God yeah. eating in his yeah. nest, yeah. stuffing his face with a <laughs> nice pizza uh, and a New York pizza at that. Did you go to New York to get it? Not, not in Jersey. Yeah, we travel. Yeah. I, I get, I get in the car. I, I do a four hour round trip because I That's travel like in the subways. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm in the cities. I'm battling the rats for the best slices. Well, I just want to make sure you're not eating that that crappy New Jersey pizza. And oh, New York pizza. I don't want to get into a situation. Oh, okay. With that being said, <laughs> where he is the voice of the Burger God producer, Adam. I am Tyler with at Burger Travel on Instagram and Twitter, and find us at Burger Travel Club on Facebook. Make sure you subscribe and download every single episode, and go check out all the awesome episodes that you may have missed. Uh, and you can do so at cardinalspodcast.com. But as always, kick off in the valley.